All righty, folks, we have the one and only and amazing Brian Adamson back. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Always good when I'm with you, Mike. Oh, you're such a nice guy. Hey, I want to talk about something, and I really want to hopefully bring clarity to something. Because as you know, I talk about doing the work. I talk about daily discipline. I talk about focus. And sometimes I'm afraid, Brian, mm -hmm. that people hear that. And they're doing it and they just keep doing it. It's almost like a noble effort to like, just keep running into the wall. So I want to, I want to acknowledge that at some point you go around the wall, you go under the wall, you blow up the wall. You've, you've got to try something different. Um, I will close with saying most of you give up way too soon. Wait like seven days that, that but 700 days, Right. There there are extremes, but we need to talk about this and give people permission to pivot, I think. For sure. For sure. I, so first off, before we go specifically into your methodology, I just want to say high level. I think too many people out there holding themselves hostage to, you know, bad choices they made in life, bad business decisions, bad investments, maybe even a poor choice of employer, poor choice of spouse, poor choice of um, friends, right? And what happens is because of pride, because of ego, because of shame, because of guilt, like we don't make the necessary pivots away from those scenarios because we're married to the idea of what we told everybody we were going to be doing. And I know right now that's holding so many people back from achieving the success that they really want in life because literally they're holding themselves hostage to whatever that previous commitment was, not understanding that, look, th that was a lesson learned, right? But but let's learn the lesson and move on from it. Let's not keep living in what has really become a lie. Like you're, you're living in a lie that this was a good idea because you figured out that it's no longer a good one and it doesn't serve you. So I just wanted to kind of zoom out for a second. And then- no, I, I, Well, I think that's a great place to, great place to start because- um... You know, one of the one of my seven rules of one rental at a time is is really auditing your network. Mm -hmm. And this is just one example of many that you brought up. Uh, you know, you show me your friends, I show you your future, all of those things. But to your point, some of you are with the same set of friends because it's comfortable, because you don't want to have a conversation, because you think you could change them and pull them back. You don't see them being an anchor. I mean. Sometimes you just got to, you got to step up and do the right thing for you. 100%, 100%. I mean, how many people are just living life by default? Oh, yes. Right? You go into this job that you hate every day. You 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 unwilling to be bold enough to, to take the action and just get out of there. Like rip the bandaid off and go, right? And I'm not saying everybody needs to be a full-time entrepreneur, but I'm saying at, at minimum in that context, you're miserable, you're not making the money you want. And so by going to do that every day, guess what? Those conditions are not going to change. So the only way to change is actually to change. And so it's, but but again, it's people are married to the idea, to, to use your vernacular, Mike, they're married to the comfort which is so interesting because there's nothing comfortable about doing yeah. something we're doing. It's like laying on a bed of cactus. Yeah, I guess you can get used to it, but trust me, getting it off the cactus is a better idea. 1,000%. 
1,000%. And so now I guess to, to speak more directly into the real estate piece, I agree with you, Mike. I think, you know, we have to use discernment. We got to use some logic. We got to let the data also tell us. And, and the lack of results in some cases that, yeah, I've been doing the work. I've learned this market. Well, guess what? In learning this market, I've learned that this market don't give me the looks that I need to make the investments that I want to make. And so rather than be nine months in and saying I've been doing the work every day, it's like, but 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 it's not getting you the result. And so you got to do some different work in order to get a different result. And so maybe take that same approach. And this is why I love investing remotely so much, because, yes, we're going to do our daily discipline. But after we figure out that we're not getting the, the outcome we desire in this market, then we just pivot, take the same daily discipline into another one. And I think that people can use that sometimes, Mike as a convenient crutch of saying I'm doing the work, yeah. but, but that activity doesn't turn into productivity. And so you're only fooling yourself by thinking that that work is really being done. If that makes sense. No, it absolutely does. And I've, I've struggled with it. And again, I, I love putting myself out there as the example. So when we started doing this real estate thing, after losing all that money in the stock market, I did what all the books said, Brian, which was invest in your backyard. Unfortunately, my backyard is the Silicon Valley. Mm. And as a cash flow investor, the Silicon Valley probably hasn't made sense for three decades. But I didn't know that in 2001. So I sacrificed 52 Sundays to find the magic street, the magic city, the magic cash flow in the Bay Area. I will tell you and freely admit before and will probably admit in the future that was stupid. I should have stopped somewhere around month five, month six in reevaluating because it wasn't like I was finding cash flow and I was missing opportunities. That would have been one thing. Nothing worked. Everything was negative and I wasn't going to buy for appreciation. After six months, that should have been a signal. I wasted another six months and it's only Olivia, free credit to Olivia that sat me down at the year mark and said, I'm not doing this anymore. We have to change. Brian, I would have done another six months and just made myself feel good that I was doing the work. Completely a mistake. I then find Fresno, California. You know what was really good about that? Is all that experience I had from learning my market here, I was exponentially faster. For sure. In this, you know, for me, it might as well be out of state. It's two and a half hours away. I didn't know anyone, never lived there, had no relationships. But once I got myopically focused, Mayfair District, single family homes, blah, 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 it was rapid, right? 60 days. I was writing great offers and got a deal. So where I want to go with this is A, most of you don't know what focus and daily discipline is. If you're flipping after seven days or 17 days or 27 days, you're not learning anything. Mm -hmm. There is some point in the cycle. I have told people it takes somewhere between 90 and 180 days that you know your market. You know it cold. And in that window, if it's not working, to your point, right, you're not finding the deals. They're not even close. I think you got to ask yourself some hard questions. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's um 
it's a, it's a, a proverb <clears throat> that says this Proverbs 14, 23, it says all hard work brings a profit. Okay. Scripture. Right. And every time I read that scripture, I think about do the work. They're, they're one and the same. Now, the, the, the key to that scripture is, though, it doesn't say that the profit comes from exclusively that work that you did. And right. I say it as a reference point to what you just mentioned. See, you had developed that muscle and gotten so disciplined and good at it, although maybe in the wrong direction. Right. As soon as you pivoted and put that same energy in the right direction, you were eons ahead of your competition. Right. Exactly. So it, it, it's just, again, another example of all hard work brings a profit. So the work you did wasn't for not. It wasn't anything, of anything about it. it. As a matter of fact, at that time, you were just getting started. So we don't yeah. know. No. Right. We do a lot of yeah. stuff that looking back, we would do differently. But I think the difference with where you were and where many others are now is we didn't have this. They get to watch every single yeah. day. Right. And, and take cues. Uh, in real time, right? We didn't have people to confer with, and those that we did probably weren't the ones we should have been talking to. <laughs> they were, they were so, doing it. so we made a ton of mistakes. But I say all that to say I agree with you. In our program, we we normally after about sixty days, if they're still not getting deals in that market, I'll I'll start having them look for a secondary market. Okay, but but we do weekly calls. They they can send their deals over to have them uh, a second set of eyes underwritten by our team. So it, the idea of mentorship is that you can go further faster because you have somebody there guiding you along the way, the entire process. Um, but for those that's out there on their own, yeah, maybe it may be the 90 to 180 days does make sense. Yeah, there's some point where you just and again, to your point. I'll say this, if I didn't spend that year in my backyard. I am willing to bet with 99% certainty I would have never gotten started because if I was going to choose Fresno, California, again, a market I never lived in and I knew no one after suffering an 80% loss in the stock market and being defeated, I would have created so many red flags in my head where I would have never written that offer. Yeah. But it was only after doing the work, getting focused, getting that muscle memory that I knew what I had in Norris Drive when I wrote that offer and felt good about it. Yeah. Um, and that's why I tell the pain of not getting it, Mike, for so long outweighed the apprehension and anxiety of doing it somewhere that you probably were less comfortable with doing it. Absolutely. Right? You're like, I'm no way I'm keep doing this. I got to do something else. And so, you know, until until we until we no longer tolerate the pain, nothing will ever change. Amen. So, folks, at the end of the day, I would ask you a and be honest with yourself. Are you doing the work in daily discipline? Have you done it long enough? And B, if you really have, and you can articulate what a good deal is or a great deal is, and you're not finding them, maybe it's time to uh, to look elsewhere. Brian, where can people find you? Uh, Brian Adamson Official on YouTube, Instagram, and everywhere else. And, and shout out to all the ORAT community that's been coming over. Thank you guys for sending me DMs and letting me know so I know uh, exactly awesome. what you're going to do. Yes. Yeah. Send him, send him some love. He gives us some time every week. He doesn't have to do it, but he loves to help people. So Brian, thank you so much. Yes, sir.